0: Welcome to Page One or Bust, your ultimate guide to getting on page one of search engines. Our guest in this episode has built a digital marketing agency from the ground up and seen incredible success in the 20 years since. We're talking to Jeff Kivett, the founder and principal at MediaFuel about the evolution of digital marketing and ask him to reveal the SEO strategies he's seen endure the test of time. But before we get into it, here's a brief word from today's sponsor. Page One or Bust is brought to you by Demand Jump. Get insights, drive outcomes with Demand Jump. Get started creating content that ranks at demandjump.com today. And now, here are your co hosts, Christopher Day and Ryan Brock.
1: Hello, welcome back to Page One or Bust. This is your co host, Christopher Day. And as always, joined by my co host, Ryan Brock. Who is the chief content officer here at DomainUp? How's it going today, Ryan? Joe, doing well. All right. Today's special guest is Jeff Kevitt, founder and principal at Media Fuel. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing well, sir. How about you? Doing great. Doing great. I didn't have breakfast yet. Sounds like you had breakfast, but I did not yet, and uh, so that's why we're going to be upbeat and going a million miles an hour in this podcast. So maybe I get a little something to eat before uh, midnight hits. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Why are you not eating? What's preventing you from eating? I don't have time. I had to prep for this podcast call this morning. So, with that, let's kick it off, Jeff. Talk a little bit about what is Media Fuel, how did you come to found it, and talk a little bit about your role and, and your vision uh, as the founder and principal at Media Fuel.
2: Sure. Uh, well, Media Fuel, this is actually our 20th year this year in July. So, yeah. I know, how about that? I feel like an old school guy. Chris, my partner, always uh, introduces me as the, the founder, so I always feel like there should be this oil painting on the wall, you know, the guy with his hand in his jacket, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Stuff.
1: Napoleon, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He said, this is the founder. I'm like, right, you can just call me Jeff. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You know, people ask that about me. They, they I, I used to own an agency too, Jeff. And uh, they thought this this was hanging, this picture of Ernest Hemingway was hanging in our lobby. They, like more than one person asked if that was of me. And I was like, who do you think I am that I'm putting up a giant painting of myself in the lobby? Well, you know why? Your shirt. <laughs> Your shirt matches the painting. That's why. I guess that's true. I guess that's true.
2: Well, we're a digital agency. We're we're located up in Fishers, Indiana. So generally we help companies generate demand, drive more leads to sales teams and pipelines. We also help them attract more employee talent talent to the organization. We help drive brand awareness. We use a whole suite of digital tools to do that. Plus, this past year, we just added a new kind of service offering. We do virtual production. So I could take you, Tof, and and drop you on like a Fox News set, and then we can broadcast that out live to a live audience, and they can talk back and forth. So it's all Unreal Engine related brainstorm media. So it's pretty cool technology.
1: Yeah, just a quick shout out on that. Anybody that's listening out there that's within, let's say, a four-hour radius of Indianapolis and you want to do some really cool virtual events... You gotta check out Media Fuel. I have seen it personally. We did something there with ITIA. It is an amazing technology and setup. It's very impressive. So I highly recommend check out Media Fuel if you want to do a virtual event.
3: That's amazing. Yeah, I know that Toph is about to ask you, Jeff. His first question is going to be about when SEO came onto your radar. And I, I want to talk about that, but first I want to jump right on to something that we have not discussed in this podcast at all that I'm really interested in. You said you're you're helping with employer brand, it sounds like that's that's part of your marketing services. Is there an organic element to that? Like have SEO and like attracting candidates ever aligned
2: at your agency? So I would say, you know, folks who are doing research on particular companies in terms of SEO, I would say a lot of it's around probably, you know, your glass doors and Indeeds and, and people looking at reviews and that type of thing. However, if you're looking at like, for instance, research on a company, company culture, or company culture videos, or, you know, what do people say about a particular company? A lot of what we find or what we build and try to build around is, you know, any kind of page or page content around what it's like at the company, company culture, any kind of video content, events that have happened at the company, special occasions, outings, those type of things. So those type of things, you know, especially today, we find are even more, I mean, we've been doing this for many years, but even more so, as you guys know, there's this huge fight for talent. And so everybody yeah. now, I'd say, is especially kind of we call it post-pandemic, is really trying to figure out, hey, how do we – now they're in this kind of race for time. They feel like they're really behind. Whereas before, you know, I want to say up to 2019, it's like, yeah, we need to attract talent. Yeah, we need to attract talent. It's like, well, we need to attract talent. We can't find people. You know, people are just struggling right now. So now they're just playing catch-up. That's the challenge. So, yes, the long answer short, yes.
3: Yeah, and I mean, I ask because we talk a lot about – how to us SEO in 2022 just means 100% alignment to customer needs and pain. And like thinking about the talent as a customer, it's, it's a fascinating thought. It's just something we haven't talked a lot about, Toph.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. And we have a little saying around the office, right? You're my customer, right? Whether it's me with someone in CS or CS with someone in product or sales and marketing, or it's all 360. Everybody's everybody's customer, right? So being aligned in the virtual and physical world is highly critical. I, I love that. That's interesting. What's your client mix? Is it like B2B, B2B, B2C? Yeah. So we
2: have a good mix of clients. I mean, we have, uh, we're working with any any companies, even in the software arena. So software as a service, manufacturers, maybe trying to reach like a dealer network, heating and cooling. We've been sports and entertainment. We've a pretty broad range, but mostly those who are trying to either attract the right type of clients to their business and are really frustrated by the measurement of that, frustrated by, Hey, we're not getting the right kind of leads. Hey, we we work with this other agency. They, they said they're sending us leads, but the leads are bogus, and they're not the right kind of they're not the right kind of folks that we want to work with. We're working up at the CEO level a lot of times, or board of directors that we're reporting to. You know, I'm on the side of recruiting, we're working with like we're right right now talking to a company, getting ready to help them. We're working with a whole HR suite of HR department folks, because they're trying to attract talent to their warehouse, work in a warehouse and their, their competition is Amazon and Walmart. So we were just looking at how much Amazon and Walmart are actually investing right now to attracting talent to to their organization. So And this organization is pretty big too. So they're prepared to make that investment, but um, it's an interesting time now. So when you look at lead attraction, we look at it multiple ways. I mean, it's either a client or it's, hey, we're trying to attract talent. And the system that we use mm. to do that is the same across the board. And what we take our clients through, we take it to the workshops, the discovery workshops to do that. And then we're going through and, and putting together a, a tactical calendar once we do that. What I always say is, you know, you wouldn't go out and build a house without a, with an architectural plan, right? So, and, and a lot of people call them, they just want to, they want to get going. Hey, can we get going tomorrow? I'm like, well, okay, I got a couple shovels. You want to build a house? Let's just start digging a hole and we'll see where it goes. Like we can't do that. Well, yeah.
3: I want to be on social media. Can we go on social media now? Like that's right. So it's interesting. Interesting times we're in.
1: I love it. That does relate right into the kickoff kind of question of of when did SEO come on your radar and a couple of things to think about as you answer this. You mentioned leads and you've mentioned talent, and so you know you've been at this for twenty plus years and no doubt have have seen the evolution of what we all used to think about SEO and. We had another podcast that said, you know, SEO, search engine optimization, that's dead. It's really search experience optimization, which I thought was a, an interesting distinction. But talk a little bit about your experience with SEO, when it came on your radar, you know, the old way of doing things and and how you thought about it and, and how it's progressed. I
3: and mean, I think a 20-year perspective is really interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear what your relationship has been with it over the years.
2: All right, Ryan. Well, I don't know how old you are, but I can go back even further than 20 years. So I may have been I'm trying
3: it. to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I ran my agency for 10 years and I thought I was really old so I'm, I'm not saying anything about you or anyone I'm just uh, saying my perspective is not reliable here don't okay. worry about
2: it. well you look young so I mean you know you look like a young guy but I, I can go back even further so you know 20 years is I would say it's, it's a sweet spot for sure but I mean going back let's see I I got out of college in 92. So all state university. And then my first job was kind of my first experience with, I want to call it webpages and SEO. So it was, I'm going way back to where, you know, I went to the owner of the company and I said, Hey, I think we really should set up a webpage. And he was like, "A what? (laughs) I said, it's a place. It's a place like, yeah. He's like, is that that whole, the thing where you go and you type and and the modem calls in and it makes that noise. And I said, yes, people, if we could put, It was a a shirt manufacturing business. So I said, we could put the designs on there. We can do all this stuff. And she's like, well, how, how would people even find that? You know, where would they see that? AltaVista. Yeah, AltaVista. That's right. Netscape Navigator. Come on, man. Don't you get that? <laughs> so I was talking to him about, hey, let's, let, and he was like, you know, I, I just don't think we need one of those things. You know, I remember the, the conversation clearly. So reluctantly, I went to his associate and I said, hey, boss doesn't think you're, I know you're a little more in tune with the new stuff. And she's like, let's just go ahead and build one. That's fine. You just figure out <laughs> how to do it. I figured out how to use it, built a page, and then I was like, okay, how are we going to drive people to this thing? So the whole SEO thing was really new back then, right? But kind of fast forward a couple of years down the line when really starting to kind of dig into what SEO was. And I'm using stuff that like, you know, I'm gonna feel like here, okay, you guys are having a party at your house and you know with a family and oh, oh, here comes grandpa telling old stories again. All right. <laughs> so this is kind of what it's gonna feel like. So excuse, excuse my language. Love it. Excuse my language. and some of the stuff that I use. But so going back, I mean, I was like, you know, think of the mid 90s or or late 90s, you know, when you were looking at other people and figuring out, you know, when with the search engine, Yahoo and Google and whatever, how are these people getting at the top of the search engine? So I would go out and go in and look at the code in different cities all around the U.S., And I would type in, first, I would type in the keywords that I wanted from my own area. So like, how do I want to be found in just my own area? So I would go to like Chicago, LA, New York, whatever it would be, and type those same keywords in. And I would almost like reverse engineer how that was done. So I'd look at the code, I'd look at the page structure, and I took the best from everything. Basically, I had like a little sheet that I worked. And then I would work up a wireframe and think of, okay, it's kind of like, you know, I went to different hamburger joints. And I took a little bit from Dave's recipe. And I took a little bit from, you know, brew burger. And I'm like, I'm going to make the ultimate burger here. Like, you know what I mean? So that's kind of how I did it back in the day. So I kind of took the, what I thought maybe, is this maybe how, what Google likes, how they like it done. So then I did that kind of built, built pages around that. And that's what I did. So I built pages around that, submit it. And this is like, you know, working at a few companies, trying to test, do different things. And before you do the submission process, put it in and it will be like, okay, cool, man, this is, this is great. And you
3: say submit, submit, you mean, sorry, you mean submit like to Google for indexing purposes. Correct.
2: Yeah. So back in the day, you know, you have to go in and fill out a form and you have to put your website in and and then you put the submit button and then you have to wait like two weeks. Yeah. So there were
3: no crawlers at this point at all. It was just all manual.
2: Not that I remember any kind of crawlers that I'd ever seen. So, yeah, there was a submission process. It was it was very manualized. Right. So anyway, yeah, you would submit and then then from there you'd wait and you kind of see where it landed and then you go, okay, now what do I need to do? So I go do some more research, tweak change the page structure a little bit, move this here, do that, add this content. And then I started to figure out, man, I can't, why can't I get moved up in the search engine and some of these, I don't understand some of these keywords. So then I started looking at some of these other pages that were ranking. I'd scroll down, I'm like, this is terrible design. Like, what is going on here? So I go all the way to the bottom of the page and there'd be this big white box like this long. So I'm like, what's going on here? So I started dragging my mouse and all of a sudden I'd be like, what is this? And I go in and copy the area and it was all like this, you know, Keyword stuffing at the bottom and they yep. reverse it in white and all that stuff. And, and so I started doing research on that and say, well, you could be blacklisted. You know, you should do this. You get kicked off the internet. So I'm like, I, I, I can't do this. So I just try to go the, the honest way because I didn't, I was too afraid to get kicked off the internet. So kind of fast forward to getting into, you know, the, the 20 years ago thing. Now, if the things that I learned from different businesses over the years, one of the biggest things I, I started with and for some reason or another were builders in Indianapolis. So I started you this builder clientele. Yeah, it was very interesting. I don't know why I was going to like home shows and all this stuff and just picking up builder clients. And it was really hot in the building process, especially at the time, early 2000. So, so I started to kind of get this niche for the SEO builder dude, right? And I had every major builder in Indianapolis on the front page. And so this was beating out national builders. So like the national builders who yep. were competing all over the United States, also competing here in Indianapolis. every custom home builder was at the top of search engine. engine. So, you know, page one, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, every builder or every builder there was mine. That like 2010 to 2020
3: is that, that decade was very different. It was like that
2: time where, you know, if it seems like every time somebody tried to cheat the system, they'd come up with some new way that you couldn't, you know, you'd be like on page one, one day. And all of a sudden you would be like, man, I just dropped page five. What happened? and nobody understood what was going on. How about video? We can shoot video content, put that on the page. We can put content on the page. I said, I feel like that will help your search engine rankings because I feel like Google, Yahoo, MSN, all those guys really like a lot of good content. And this is in the early days. So yeah. testing that and doing that, and it, it, it really worked well. So guys, you know, I'm going to use the story of, you've heard of the, the cobbler, right? The cobbler who makes his, right. makes great shoes for everybody else, but yeah, no shoes. Yeah, no shoes for his own kids, but so eventually, as we grew as an agency, and, and I got busy, we got busy, I kind of let the SEO go. At one point, we were on page one for everything, and we were doing this for other clients, and just kind of like, oh, well, we're on page one, we'll just let that go. And then over time, it just slipped, and slipped, and slipped.
3: What time period are you thinking about right here? Like, like when, when do you think that slipping started?
2: Slipping started, I'd say around 20, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say 2012 to 2015, roughly, is when we started, to, we started slipping.
3: That was the Wild West of, like, all of these black hat tactics and stuff you're talking about, where, like, if you weren't willing to put in just a ton of work, you were going to lose to somebody who was, like, doing something wrong to get major wins, and then, like, you know, unfortunately for them, like, three months later, something changes, and then they lose everything and get punished for whatever they did, but... It was very hard at that point in time to, like, be human and to do it right. And, like, that's why I'm grateful for, like, I, so I started Metonymy Media. And we were really just a content agency at the time, and, and all throughout our existence, it was writing, but then eventually it was writing for SEO became really where we focused. That was in 2011 that I started that business. So in 2012, you know, 2013, this time period you're talking about, our customers, our first customers were these like new kid on the block SEO firms that were taken, you know, I mean, we're talking like major national brands, huge accounts. And what were they doing? They were hiring dozens and dozens of 22 year olds to spam backlinks onto websites that they themselves were building. Like it was, it was, it was a house of cards, man. It was, it was all fake.
1: What strategy did you ultimately settle on Jeff? So as the the evolution, right. Of SEO, what strategy did you ultimately land on and how you approach, you know, kind of building that building that foundation. And we like to think it is that you mentioned foundation kind of earlier, right? If you're going to go to build a house, like you got to draw some plans and have a strategy and put in a foundation before you start going vertical. So what did you what did you kind of land on that is sustainable? Or what have you seen in the marketplace that, that works much better?
2: Yes, yeah, so I would say so. Kind of through the years, using those same techniques as the past. So I, I would say so. My team back then, a lot of younger folks coming out of school. I would say, hey guys, you know this is this is kind of how we did SEO in the past. I feel like some of these things are still relevant today. That maybe Google's coming back to some of these old, you know, these things that you, that you would do from you know developing good content on a page. You have media, good you know title tags, you know appropriate structure. It seems like, and again, if you're going off that gut feeling because you don't really know unless you're using the PC software that tells you, you should do X, Y, and Z, right? So, you know, the younger folks are like, you know, here we go. Here's grandpa coming in and talk about his old SEO days, you know? And they were like, you know, SEO has has changed, you know, and this is from their little Google research that they would do. This SEO has changed. It's not the same. We need to do it this way. And I said, okay, well, let's do it your way. So months and months went by and nothing was ever happening. So I said, guys, let's, let's try a test. All right. I know it's been five years since I've done this, but I'd like to try a test. So we set up a page for a specific keyword. I said, let's try this title. Let's try this kind of content. Let's try this video in here. And let's try these images. Let's label these images this way. So a lot of structure and content, media, you know, a lot of variety on a page, and then good page structure, right? So kind of how a person would, I would say, like to navigate a page naturally is like a good user experience. So just again, kind of guessing the formula, you know, guessing what maybe Google would like. So we tried that and we submitted, all right, and, and submitted to the search engine, waited a few weeks, boom, lo and behold, wow, hey, look, we're on page four. And this before we were on page, who knows where, right? So that's I a said, good feeling. Yeah. it's a great feeling. It's almost like you, you kind of threw your, you kind of close your eyes and you threw the dart at the dartboard. And you're like, hey, that's not a bad shot for not looking, you know? So then I said, let's try this. So then we, we, we tweaked the page. Let's move this content here. Let's add another paragraph. So it was basically massaging the content on the page. So a lot of manual, a lot of manual stuff. Go out and look at, hey, let's go research, you know, these firms in these particular cities. Hey, I think Google likes what they said here. Let's take that idea and write it for ourselves, right? So again, like kind of working it, changing it, working it, changing it. Boom. All of a sudden, a few weeks later, hey, look, we're at the bottom of uh, page one. They must have really liked that. So just kind of just tweaking and changing the content over time. And then over a course, I'd say of three to six months, I would say we eventually got, so we got to page one as we were messing with the content and then eventually hung there. And I'm like, don't touch it, leave it alone. You know, so until somebody else comes in and you know, I always like to say, it feels like you're at this poker table and the guys are all playing poker and it's like you, what move he makes, you know, then you're trying to make your move off of what that guy makes. So if somebody comes in and knocks us down, well, let's go look at his page. Let's look at the code and see what he did. And then let's tweak our stuff to try to knock him down. So just this big game. So kind of fast forwarding from that several months ago, I was Googling video production. I knew I knew that we slipped. I knew that we slept, but, and I was okay with it for the time, but, but I started getting a little angry because, Hey, where are these new dudes coming from? What? This guy hasn't been in business. I like go back to that whole thing. This guy, this guy's been in business for like three months. How is he on page one? We've been in business for 20 years and we got video and we got this, we got this huge studio. We do virtual. So then I started kind of getting this itch again. So I went to our guy and I'm like, I got a task. We picked up this software, Demand John. And I'm like, okay, I wonder if this is like the old software, PC stuff we used back in the day. Does it do the same thing? Does it like, and so I started asking questions and I'm not in all the details of how it works, but um, they were telling me about it. And I'm like, hey, I'd like to, I'd like to try a test with, with Demand John. Okay, so the test is video production, Indianapolis, Indianapolis video production, media fuel is page one again. All right, let's bring back the glory, baby. Let's do it. So I get this report and it's like all this content, you know, what people search for. You know, again, I'm not in all the details, but I look at it and I go, "Well, this is interesting. What we should be writing about, what people are searching for. This is like all the manual stuff we had to do back in the day." Like, and he just spits out this report, it. Yeah, he just he spits out this report that just tells me what I what I should be doing. I'm like, okay, this is this is great. So I can not. I don't need to go to you know, L.A. video production, Chicago video production do our video production, look at the code, all that stuff. So (laughs) go look in Google, pick all that apart. I mean, all the manual labor you had to do. So, and I go back and I I, I sit down and I write the way that I, I said, I generally do kind of according to the suggestions, you know, thinking about, Hey, we should put this content and we should do this. Hey, let's add this video. Let's, Hey, this is a good video sample. We should use here. I give him back all my content. And then he says, uh, I don't know, within a few days, Hey, the page is built. I'm like, Oh, okay. I said, "Well, let's see what happens, baby." The moment of truth. The moment of truth. So, like <laughs> you know, we're I, we're five, you know, five page five, page six, wherever wherever it was. And we have our every Monday meeting, executive meeting. And he pulls up the report and he goes, "Page one, baby, look at that." And I go, "What?" And I get on there, I'm like, "No way." I'm like, oh "How many days?" <laughs> this is the next week. Uh, yeah, I'm like Indianapolis. No, like two weeks. Within two weeks, but I say, within "Right two within two weeks." Wow. Within two weeks, we had our meeting. So it could have happened within a week. I don't know because I'm like thinking, all right. Again, guys, going back to old school way of thinking. Got to go to Google, submit, you know, <laughs> wait, you know, wait for human being to look at it, and and so he right. goes, you know, he just kind of nonchalantly goes, "Hey, we're we're back on page, you know, we're page one."
3: <laughs> We've seen it happen in an hour before. That's not a lie. It's insane.
2: <laughs> exactly. But I was blown away. I was blown. I was typing every keyword imaginable, and it kept kept media fuel, media fuel, media fuel, media fuel. I said, "This is amazing." Needless to say, that made my day. It's amazing, and I know we we use the same we use the same software for our clients, and they have nothing but great things to say about how much time it saves us and how people think and search. So, that's kind of where we're at today. I couldn't tell you for the life of me, you know, you know all the secrets, of the secret sauce of of Google, because everybody's always trying to figure it out. But I could say, you, you know, you know, using the software today has saved us a tremendous amount of time and energy, and it's just it's it's been amazing for us.
3: This has me thinking, we should have we ever thought about going offline with our app and going like Windows PC only floppy disk version? Yes. Because it sounds like that's where we need to start if we really want to get some traction here.
1: <laughs> Jeff, I think you just nailed it there at the very end when you're you're talking through that. Trying to write content or develop a strategy based on a search engine is probably not the best path to success anymore with all the sophistication that has come to the market in terms of smart devices, mm-hmm. et cetera. And, and so if we're able to focus on that target customer and what might mm-hmm. they be thinking, right? If we can know That's what right. pain they're trying to solve or desire they're trying to fulfill and align to that by default, you're always going to be in good standing because search engines, what's their number one mission? It's to connect. They don't care about companies, right? They care about all of us as people and they want to give us as people the best experience possible. So they're going to show the content that most closely aligns with whatever our behavior is in terms of questions and searches. And, and you mean the
3: opposite of a white box filled with keywords right. that are invisible? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 180
1: degrees, different different way of thinking. That's right. But that's awesome. Let's move into some quick hitters. How about some marketing myths? Any marketing myths busted along the way when you start your agency that come to mind that you want to share with our audience?
2: So yeah, I would say with the past 20 years, something that we've, I want to say, we thought marketing to everybody who had a who had a business, we figured they would all come rushing to us. Well, that's not the case, and we found out that most people, well, I say most businesses, don't have any money or any business pain for us to help them. So I say most businesses are <laughs> calling us. They say marketing agency, they can help me, and then it's like, hey, I want to do this. Kind of like the guy you meet at the gas station, say, like, hey, can, you know, I got five bucks, can you get me to California? You know, and, and there's lots of long way to go. We got a lot of a lot of places to stop, a lot of things to do, but yeah, so. That's probably one, you know, we're definitely not for everybody, but we're for those who, you know, who are trying to attract, you know, new customers, attract talent. And who, who are those who want to do it for the long haul?
1: What's your best piece of advice for a company that's looking for a digital marketing agency? Like, how do they vet them? What should they be thinking about when, when they're looking for a digital marketing agency?
2: We definitely ask a lot of questions about, around, you know, processes and in terms of, you know, what is, your, what is your process in terms of planning, from planning to execution? That's an interesting question because when I ask people who are like uh, who would call us and say you know I say vomiting all of their issues with this current agency and I'll, and I'll ask them what what are some of the things that they're not doing and so hey they they got going really well but then they kind of fell off so they didn't do what they promised over time they just got us going all of a sudden I look up and there's a webpage well we need to be found in searches and they just built us this webpage and, and we feel like it's a template because this guy down the street has the same thing but different colors so. I would definitely ask a lot of questions around, you know, what's your process and then, you know, who's our ideal customer target, who are competitors, making sure that somebody puts together a very tacticalized calendar, if you if you want to uh, say per se, that basically says, here's what we're going to execute on every single week, every single month to attract that, you know, the ideal customer or, or talent that you're trying to hire in your organization.
1: All right, well, let's hit one more. What are three tools, marketing tools or tools? that you can't live without in terms of operating your agency or delivering value for your clients?
2: Adobe Go Live, oldest free-handed Netscape Navigator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> V1.0 or 2.0? <2.o? laughs> a,
3: a 56K modem.
2: right? <laughs> yeah, dial up, baby. You know, we use so many different tools, honestly. I've dabbled in, you know, the hub spots and the Sharp Springs, the Keeps, and looking into the demand jumps. And our team uses so many. Honestly, I, I can't keep track of all of them. But, you know, if, if you were to ask me this 20 years ago, 25, 30 years ago, I, those are the answers I would have given you. Go live, freehand, and Navigator, baby. Those are the ones that I'm working with. <laughs> <to. laughs> We've come a long way, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. So, Jeff, how do people, if they want to get engaged with Media Fuel or or come to uh, your virtual studio, how do they get in touch with yourself or Media Fuel? How can they find you?
2: Yeah, they can check us out. Obviously, MediaFuel.net. You should be able to Google that. Hopefully it comes up in the search engine. So mediafuel.net. If somebody's interested in the virtual studio, we do give tours. That's probably the one thing. You know, obviously you can contact us through the website. We do have samples on the website. If you go to our video production area, you can actually see some of the samples of folks on the big green screen, by the way, funny story. So I Google green screen production studios in Indianapolis because people walk into our studio and like, man, it's a massive green screen. I'm like, yeah. So what I did was I Googled, I Googled, you know, green screen studios, figured out who had the biggest one and then made ours five feet wider and taller. So I could say that we have the biggest <laughs> green screen in Indianapolis. So but if anybody ever wants to have Outstanding. a standing. Yeah. So if somebody comes through yesterday and they go, my gosh, that's a huge, that's a huge green screen. I'm like, well, you never know. We might have to pull an RV or, or something back here. I said, we can always put it in a virtual environment. So yeah. So you, you can find us on the net obviously and, and contact us through the website and we give tours. So folks, if they're interested in, Hey, I, I need to, I need to do a virtual event or, yeah, I'm interested to see how this whole virtual environment works. We're supposedly one of the only agencies in the Midwest that has this now. So, uh, more than happy to give those tours. Just reach out to us. Jeff at MediaFuel.net is my email, J E F F at MediaFuel.net.
1: Awesome. We had a great time today, Jeff. Amazing job. MediaFuel is an incredible digital agency, and thanks for sharing all of your experiences. And then this is Christopher Day, and we have Ryan Brock, my co host, with Page One or Bust. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
0: Page One or Bust is brought to you by Demand Jump. Know the exact content to create to increase first page rankings and drive outcomes with Demand Jump. Get started for free today at demandjump.com.